Are you curious at all about vaping and the Juul devices that look like a thumb drive but deliver as much nicotine as a pack of cigarettes? We've got an episode coming up where we're going to be diving into the wacky world of Juuling and looking at what the research says about these devices and seeing how the company used some really interesting tactics to market to young people and to skirt FDA scrutiny. Here's a clip from that episode featuring Jamie Ducharme, author of the book, Big Vape. I think as a consumer, you just assume that if something is on a store shelf and you can buy it, that it's gone through very rigorous testing. Ah, And that's actually not the case. I mean, a company like Juul is big enough that they have manufacturing and quality standards and all of that. But I mean, to this day, they don't have authorization from the FDA. The FDA is making that decision as we speak, like they could make that announcement any day now. And I don't think people realize that. Altria, which is the parent company of the company that makes Marlboro cigarettes, among other brands, owns 35% of Juul. They paid almost $13 billion for that stake in the company. So that shocked a lot of people, got a lot of people calling them Big Tobacco 2.0 and things along those lines. And I don't think they've ever really recovered from that perception. I think, you know, no matter what they do and how successful they are, I think people can always point back to that relationship with Altria as evidence that they perhaps have ulterior motives. One thing that can be very effective is kind of impressing upon teenagers the ways that companies market their products and how some of that does seem to be targeted to younger people. It can be very effective to kind of point out ways, I don't want to say that teenagers are being used, but sort of like the history of of tobacco companies advertising to young people and why they wanted younger people as their customers and how that legacy, at least in appearance, kind of continued with the vaping industry. That can be an effective way in, I've heard. And also just teenagers today are, for the most part, very conscious of mental health and physical health and environmental health. And vaping is kind of bad for all three of those things. And those can be good entry points as well. This episode is coming soon to Talking to Teens. If you want to get the whole thing right now, sign up for a membership. Our members get exclusive access to the full-length extended editions of all of our podcast episodes and unreleased episodes weeks before they become available to the public. Take advantage of our 14-day free trial. Sign up for a membership today.